Introducing Kaleidogos, a podcast about two immature best friends who run a few businesses together and live for the Goss and the Margies. Join us as we goss about our lives, our work, and our friends, anonymously, of course. And then I walked to this other cafe that was really good where I had my new thing, people, baked bean lovers. You went, did baked you? Baked bean. Baked bean. Baked bean. Did I say it like that? Yes. Oh, fuck. Baked, baked beans. beans. So. Did you do little fluffs? No, after? because it's like, no. Welcome back to your favourite weekly podcast, Collide Goss, where we talk shit and get hit. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was looking at our Instagram feed. <laughs> How's that planning going? Um, yeah, good. Just trying to work it out. We've got a few um, upcoming Spawn posts to do. Oh, Spawn Do you know Con. what Spawn means? Sponsored content? Yes, correct. Where a brand engages you and pays you to promote a product. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, so I'm trying to plot them in in between photos that we've taken of some um, fun Sunday Riley stuff. I love Sunday Riley. Yeah. Well, you got your little bloody packet at Fashion Week because I'm taking the other two. Yeah, Ella took the other ones. Shout out. I might take your vitamin C one then. I need that. My skin's... Vitamin C is really good. Yeah. And vitamin A. Yeah. I've learned. And All vitamin the vitamins B. are good. Vitamin really. B too. Anyway, off topic, we are going to jump right into it and just like go through our week. Go. But we're going through our week in a more exciting way because... Um, There's been a few things happening. It's like, it's like our week in a podcast. It's not like recap the week before we jump into something completely different. Like we're actually like... Yeah, the whole podcast is going to be on that. Um, so where would you like to start? Why don't you tell us about your trip to Tassie? Yes. Yeah, so um, as you probably know, like I'm getting married in Tasmania. <laughs> um, well, hoping to get married in Tasmania. No, don't put it out there, the negative energy. But yeah, we just had a few gotta pushbacks. Yeah, got to stop with the neg. Um, so I thought it would be appropriate and about time to get Eddie down there, my partner who actually hasn't even been to look at anything down there. He's only been to Tassie once as well but hasn't been there since we've actually said let's have a wedding in Tassie because I went with mum originally. Um, so, yeah, the original wedding venue out the door. So we went down to look at another proposed wedding venue from our wedding planner. Um, love that. Went and had a little look, met her and her husband. They were lovely. Um, before that, we, prior looking at all the wedding stuff, we um, went to Hobart. Um, we had like a late flight there. I got on, I forgot to tell you this. I had like. How was the actual flight? Yeah, so I had a mini, mini panic attack before. The flight? Because I, um,. I thought it would be a good idea to look at, like, the wind speed of, like, because I knew Tasmania was having, like, Tasmania, like, I've never been there when it's been raining or a storm. Like, usually it's quite dry and, like, it's cold and it can be overcast. But I saw, like, oh, this is really random. Like, it's raining, like, all week when I was on the weather thing at the airport. And I was like, that's kind of weird. Like, I'm going to look at, like, and then they said warnings, like, weather warnings and you can click into it and it was like severe wind warning for why do you do this to yourself because i was just looking at what weather we were flying into and then i saw it and i was like oh my fucking god and i looked at eddie and he was like what and i'm like we are flying into like a storm and he was like why are you looking like don't look at that and i was like no no can you i was like you're not making me feel better he's like it's gonna be all right like touching me and i was like get the fuck off me i need to just research the um not speed of the wind to calm me down because I can see like how much the wind 
how high, how forceful the wind needs to be for there to be turbulence. So then I went into this like, while on the plane, I went into this like complete um, tunnel vision of just like not being able to talk to anyone. Like Eddie next to me was like trying to be like, you know, stop, you're going to be fine. Can I just pause for one second? Yeah. Sorry to everyone listening. This is the only time we can do the podcast and there's complete some kind of drilling nightmare happening upstairs. So sorry if you can hear that. Keep Um, going, Ella. Hold on. So you're on the plane. You've got Wi-Fi. No, no. This is before we take off. Oh, you're just sitting in the plane. We nearly missed the flight actually as well. So we were rushing, got on the plane. It's still kind of like the sun is about to set. So it's like really nice time to fly. And I was like, it seems so fun here, but I know there's a storm coming into Hobart. So we're going to be flying into the eye of the storm. Anyway, I actually calm. I had like a bit of a blue with Eddie because I'm like, mate, fucking shut up. Like, I don't know if you like, I don't know if you feel this or anyone else does, but when you're going into like a state of panic or when I do, it's very quick and it's very hard. It's hard and quick. Hard and fast. Hard, quick or hard and fast sounds better. Like a shit route. Yeah. So like, I like don't want like the fluffy talk like what he was saying being like oh we'll be fine like what do you want in those situations because i'm fed with you in those I want situations facts, so that's why i was like looking it so up. you don't want to be reassured you just want to look just, it like, up because i know they're just saying that to make me feel better but it's not making me feel better because that's not what i want to hear i want to know that i'm not going to crash and it's not going to be turbulence and i'm not going to deal with it and <laughs> I'm, you know like i need reassurance more from someone that's going to like so i was like i'm going to take this into my own hands and i'm going to look up Facts about turbulence and facts when it's dangerous to fly in wind. Okay. Calm myself down because I ended up like researching speed of the wind and how like high, like how fast it has to be for there to actually be turbulence. And, and we how- were like about five knots down from it being extreme. So I was like, we're going to be okay. And did you come into any turbulence at all? Not really. When we were landing, but I don't care. When we're about to land, I don't give a fuck. It's when we're up there and it just hits randomly. Like, I don't know. It's just a state of, like, panic I go into because you're up so high. And and you were saying to Eddie, shut the fuck up. Oh, because he was, like, trying to, like, rub me and touch me. Like, and we didn't – oh, and he didn't have headphones. So usually I can distract myself. And I just had, like, the new Vogue magazine. I was like, I just need to keep – I need to first figure out what I just told everyone, not speed. Not going to die. Not going to, like, the pilot has obviously listened to all the instructions. So he is safe to fly. He's got the green light. Um, And then I felt fine. Then we got up there and and it was nice because I could see out the window. So, like, I like having the window open. I don't like having it shut. And I could see the sun setting. Your face looks really weird when you're trying to yawn with your mouth shut. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's like you look like you're, like, drunk. No, no, it's like it's quite Your a difficult thing to do, yeah. and also because I have heaps of Botox, like yeah, nothing like moves. Yeah, because that top bit's not moving; it's just this eye to the left. Yeah, it's yeah. like I'm um like had had some like, like I was a like, stroke. I was be like, Are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm just yawning. I'm not finding this boring. I'm just. It might be a bit boring, but no, it's no, no, it's venting. not boring. I'm interested. Venting about my um, yeah. Weird continue. Anxiety. Anyway, so first, we got there and it was all sweet. No, no, no. You go to your steps. So first, you. Oh no, but we were fine. That's nothing else to tell. I just yeah. got on with the flight and read my magazine and Eddie f- fucking read his magazine. And you didn't have your headphones, so you were off that. Yeah. So we landed and then got straight in there and got like um another thing that stresses me out. I hadn't really pre-booked ho- um restaurants and in like 
Tasmania and Hobart, like there's heaps of really good food places to go. And I always, I'm just like unorganized and I'm just, yeah, didn't plan ahead. So, but I found all these wine bars where they're all walk-ins and I was like, but they had, even the hotel when we booked in, um, we stayed at, I will, will recommend this before. Mm. And, um, oh fuck it. So you don't need to collide advice. You just name all your shit. Yeah. The Tasman. The Marriott's under like the luxury collection Marriott or something. It's like a new branch they've done. So we stayed there. But when we got in there and we were checking in, the lady was like trying to like kind of like have us there for dinner. And I was like, oh, she said, what bookings do you have? And I'm like, I really want to go to sunny Hobart, which I've seen on heaps of like um, places or, you know, website articles. And she's like, oh, I don't know, like, you know, you won't get, there's no bookings and you might not get in there. It's bad weather, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? I think the bad weather will make this better for us. Mm. I hate up. it when they try to get you into the hotel I know. restaurant. It's I like, feel like mate. I constantly had it on this trip, actually. And it's, and it's like, kind of awkward, but you, I had a really good excuse. What was it? She's like, oh, I just, I've, I've made heaps of reservations and I need to actually look at them in the room and I'll let you know. Like, I nice. need to sort it out. Thinking on your feet. Um. So, anyway, got to Sunny, got a seat fucking straight away and it was so good. I know you hate the dish I told you that I was, like, obsessed with and I feel Can like you it describe it for thing. me, though, like, the taste? So, it's like anchovy it said cucumber toast with infused with anchovy paste or something but it was like served and it had like thin slices but it was like amazing cucumber with this like white really flavorsome sauce on toast but then it had like mustard and anchovy paste mixed in it was like, like a, a bit of salty. yeah so the physical anchovy is not on this toast okay oh no actually lie it's underneath but you can't really see it but it's Yuck. like a salty kind of taste but doesn't no, but this feeling like of the fish make it's you not, feel there's sick? There's no fishy because it's so tiny. But what about the scaly? There's lol? no scaly stuff. So it's mm. like really, um, it's just like really thin. Like you can't really see it. And mm. it's like mixed with, you can't. It's. I think you'd like it if you just because I was a bit weird about and it. Open my mouth. I was really weird about it. But my dad loves it. And Eddie was weird about ordering it. And I was like, mate, we're getting it. Like it sounds fucking amazing. Is the restaurant known for that? Um, known for just like they, um, no, they, it's just like a constant changing menu. So you cool. read up on the board and I, we just ordered like everything. Um, anyway, so I got that, had a great time. Um, and then the ne- I found out that I had heaps of, um, people I knew staying in the hotel. So the next day, what, oh, the next day anyway, I had all these, I was like, fuck, like T and Mac were staying mm. there. These like old friends from like school days were there and, um, and then our new client, Michael, from Four Seasons, was there with his partner, Billy. Shout out. Shout out. Both there all at the same time. So anyway, we were organising dinner for that night the next day, which was um, – I was in – I don't even know where I'm up to. So next day, went vintage shopping. <laughs> Where'd you have brekkie? I had two. I went to a bakery, the Pigeonhole Bakery. Divine. Um actually going to write this down. Yeah, write them down. Get so, your fucking notepads out, people, and write these places down. So we stayed where? At um, the Tasman. And we had dinner at Sunny. Sunny Hobart. Then in the morning, I love, see, this is the other thing. I love having, like, a curated day when you're away. Like, I hate wasting time. So I hate going to, like, a random coffee shop that I walk into, like. You and me could not be more different in that yeah, sense. Yeah, like, and he's like, why don't we just go here? I'm like, absolutely not. Like, we are going, I'm looking up all the best places and we're like. You know, same. I do like that about you, although it's annoying at the time, making, because I'm very impatient, taking an extra 20 minutes to find the right place. Once you get there, you're happy. 100%. Otherwise, you're like fucking annoyed, annoyed and you think you've wasted your day while you've been away. And I feel like I've travelled heaps with mum and dad to Hobart and we've never like. 
Like, do you critique their travel style? Well, now I'm sort of like, we've never actually, I've been to Hobart so many times and I've actually never really been out to many like funky restaurants or anything because I feel like they're really unorganized. Like they would never book ahead or do anything like that. Um, and we're always there like really quickly because then we're traveling up to see family or whatever. But yeah, like I've, so I was like going out of my way to make sure that we tried as many food places as possible. So then I went there. Then I had like, that's where we had a snack and coffee. The and then, pigeonhole bakery. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I walked to this other cafe that was really good where I had my new thing people Baked bean lovers. You weren't... Did baked you, bean. Baked bean. Baked bean. Did I say it like that? <laughs> yes. Oh, fuck. Baked, baked beans. beans. So... Did you do little fluffs? After? No, because it's like... No. Okay, so baked bean lovers. Calling all baked bean lovers. <laughs> baked bean lovers. So that's trending in Tassie. So baked beans. But where's this homemade. cafe? I need to get it. I don't that's okay. You, maybe get it now just so that I don't have to message yeah, you. Yeah, so, um, so they, I feel like I saw it on the menu and I was like, this is a blast from the past. Like, I used to love baked beans on toast as a kid, but the canned ones. Yeah, the sweet vibe. They're obviously not fucking flicking the can from Coles and putting it on the toast. Like, the Heinz baked beans. The Heinz baked beans. So the Heinz baked beans. They have made their own baked beans. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, it was fucking good. I'm trying to get the cafe. Oh, cafe up. Hang on. Insights. I need to go to my stories. Some people. Um, hang on, I feel on. like you curated that trip really well while you're looking, and it's inspired me when I go to Europe. I'm going to like pull a Kim Kardashian. Oh, here we are. And take Polaroids of all my outfits and just like be so organized. Yeah. Like, oh, you, I organized my outfits the night before. Yeah, you did. Thing. I said that last yeah. week. You Sun will bear, not by know the way. me. Sun bear. Look how good. Like it's really old school. I had all the vintage plates and stuff like that. Beautiful. Sun so, yeah, bear. then we went there and then we shopped around, went to heaps of fucking op shops, like we're in and out of the car driving. Like I reckon I went to every fucking um, St. Vincent's de Paul and fucking op shops you could possibly go to. We went to the funniest one though. Like, Do you have the name? Oh, I would have it somewhere, but it was like – it was crazy. Like I think everyone shops in Tasmania though at op shops. You know how like here you kind of go and it's like whatever. Whatever, but you could possibly find some good shit because a lot of like people just can't be fucked to do it. There it's like a thing. So you have like thrift shoppers that are like on steroids. Like that's their thing. They yeah. love a good bargain or they, they're they trying to find some good shit in there. So I feel like... When I went there, even for Glyke, I was just keeping an eye out for even glass. But more these Vinnies, like big Vinnies places, um, like big vintage shops. And there was just like nothing even worth purchasing. No, because I reckon all the good shit, like the nice shit. Goes. Goes. Like because they go to these really nice vintage shops or whatever. Mm-hmm. And even so we went to this one place, which was a standout, which is funny. So it was like three fucking tin sheds, like huge sheds of like, and it was busy, couldn't even find a park in the car park. And there was like a furniture section. Then I walked into this like fucking clothes section. People were walking out with those like old school fucking hair dryers and stuff, like weird picture frame. Like people were going crazy. It was like shopping marathon at fucking St. Vincent's Like Depot. people were just like oh, losing grabbing It was like stuff. a Saturday activity and everyone was grabbing stuff. They had sections, so they had like a more vintage section and like then they had like all the fucking Very well stuff. organized. Well organized but packed, like overwhelming. Really, there was one Like the chip. size of Dirty Jane's? 
Yeah, but just no doors. It's just open space. And, and just shit everywhere. everywhere. And, like, the most colourful characters. Like, Eddie, I was, like, when we left, I was just shopping. And, you know, when you're kind of just, like, in your own head. And then I just sort of, like, looked up because this girl be like, yes, mother or something. And she was, like, I looked up and I kid you not, she was dressed in a bonnet. Like, Oh, my God. She was probably, like, 14. She was, like dressed in a bonnet with one of those long, huge skirts, like puffy trouser skirts with this collared shirt. Like, Was she a Mormon? She looked like she was trying to go for that look, but she wasn't because I looked at the mum and she was just in a jeans and top. But it was like, you oh, do you, girl. Like, no. She was just dressed in that. Yes, mother. So, so she yes, was putting mother, on the she accent. She literally was out of like the 1920s. Do you reckon she's watched um, Bridgerton? I reckon it wasn't Bridgerton. It was more like Downtown Downtown Abbey. What's it called? That Downtown show? Abbey. Downtown, downtown. Downtown Abbey. It was Downtown Abbey, ABC kind of um, lefty kind of shit. Love that. You know? So how she was 14. I reckon about, I didn't, you know, she looked young, but it was like, it was yes, a bit of a mother. shock for the system. I was like, what the fuck was that? You know, when you have to look twice, I was like, wow. So she was a bit of a kook magook. Those are the kind of people you find in Tassie at Vinnie's, like, kind of stuff. Like, yeah. there are a lot of those kind of, like, wow. Wow. Like, good on you, though. Like, d- You haven't different. been to the mainland for a while. Oh, this chick would have never been to mainland. She no. looked like she wanted to live in, like, a little, like, old school kind of. Like a quarantine station. Yeah, she looked like she could be at a museum. Yeah. Fuck, that's scary. Anyway, so I did that. Then went to Mona. Yep. Put Chuck that on the list. Mona. So, yeah, if you've been to Mona in the last, like, two, well, I went before COVID, it hadn't changed that much. Mm-hmm. But the stuff that had changed, I was a bit triggered by it. made me feel a bit Bestiality vibes. So, yeah. And Eddie was like, mate, like, it's just art. And I'm like, this is not fucking art. Yeah, I've seen one of those exhibitions before in Sydney. They're really intense. And it wasn't, it was just. Like, it's life-size it, shit. Mate, it was, no, it was like. Looked like photographs, but it was someone that was really good at painting. It looked like a fucking photograph. And Eddie and I were standing there and I'm like, oh, my God, why is a dog fucking the human? Or something. Like I said something along those lines of that. And he was like, what do you mean? And I'm like, oh, isn't bestiality like you fuck the dog? And he's like, what? He's like, you were so, oh, you're so cute or something. Like that's like laughed it off being. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, no, you can, a dog can fuck a guy or a girl. Like. That's what beast. That's what like bestiality, like all that shit is. Like there's like. But well, didn't you say that? I thought that you had to fuck the dog, like the man did. It was a man with a big dog, Yuck. and the dog was fucking the man. But Eddie was saying like I was just like never thought about it being the other way. Like he was like no, there's heaps of that. That's like what they watch. Like dog, they warm the dog up and then nah nah nah. That's no. what I mean. And no. I was like, Eddie, what? And I was so upset. Like, I was so triggered by it. I was like, oh, I don't really want to, like, look at all this stuff. It makes me feel really, like, sick all of a sudden. And I'm looking at it. Like, I don't find this What stuff- was the uh, presentation trying to say, though? Like, was it, it trying was to like, say we're all, like, animals? It wasn't or? all bestiality. That was one thing. It was, like, stuff. When we first walk in, it was, like, these weird pictures of this, like, I'm going to be really rude here, but they look like inbreds mm. people. They were pretty, like, um fucking odd bod looking Mm. and it was like a weird lady with a man the lady even looked kind of masculine in a way but she was full naked with a hairy vag and it was like these weird photos of them living in a bit of squalor and it was like these arty like kind of film photos of them just naked a bit sexual like with sex toys and stuff like that's the first thing you look at and then you kind of move around and there's pictures of you know fannies everywhere and then you get to this there's a lot of stuff to make you be like 
wow. Mm. It's kind of supposed to stop you in your tracks and be like that, mate. Like, what do you like to discuss it or whatever? So, do you know the artist? It would have been different, all different. It wasn't all beastie. It was all different. But it seems like there's a a similar theme all through it. No, it was all different. It was Mm. photographs and paint. It was all different shit. Then there was like a fanny wall. Sounds like a thought provoker kind of situation. And then you sit on these fluffy chairs and they fart. You would have liked them. Oh. So everyone was like in stitches. I'm like, it's not that funny, but it's funny. That's so funny. (laughs) I couldn't even get a seat because it was so popular. Did Eddie do any big farts on the weekend? Yeah, always does. Every morning? Oh, not that I can actually, like, no standout farts. Mm. No. You have to, yeah, anyway. Yeah, anyway, rushed back and then we had dinner with um, Michael and Billy and we got really lit. Where'd um, you go? We can't remember, but it's a bar on the water near where the Mona Hobart fucking ferry goes. Um, I'm sure I could find the name. So they came down. I actually had never met Billy, his partner, before. He was a big vibe. Um, I'm obsessed with him. He was I – I want him to come on the podcast or Michael to tell their fucking funny flying story. I don't even want to tell it because it made me laugh so don't, much. Don't. But <laughs> we had a really good night, hung around there, and then met up with T and Mac as well and then Michael's sister and her new partner at um, a bar at our hotel. And I actually had the biggest night and then I said – Eddie and I were so drunk on martinis that – we came back and that fucking show came, those info commercials came on and <laughs> I went back to my prank calling mindset Days. and Eddie was like, I'm going to, Eddie just actually picked up the phone and rang the number. But what was it for? Back braces for scoliosis. Like, Which we rang, need. Because I have scoliosis. Like yes. sight, And I'm a hunchback and he rang dead serious, kind of sounding like it being like trying to disca- describe me. And he was like, you know. She's got like a really arched back, my girlfriend, and I want to fix it. Like, can you help me fix it to the guy? And he was like, you know, he was like, yes, yes, we can, sir, and all this stuff. And he's like, you know, can I – she looks like, you know, the, you know, the Notre Dame. The, and he couldn't say it. And the guy's like, oh, the hunchback from Notre Dame. And he's like, yes. And he's like, oh, yes, 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 we can definitely help that. And was like fucking dead serious. That's how, that's how bread and butter yeah. the old hunchback. Oh, my God, and Eddie was staring this fucking guy up for like – I reckon a good half an hour on the phone trying to think that the sale was going to go through. What time was this at? Like 12, <laughs> 1 in the morning while we were eating burgers. And Eddie there a time t- difference there? No. Yeah. Eddie rang. Eddie fucking ordered burgers, a meat burger for He knows I don't eat it. Ordered two and then a side of chips. We had we had side of chips with the burger then. Didn't you just have dinner? Oh, no, we'd had dinner ages before that. Oh, you were drunk hungry. Oh, because we went to another place in between, sorry, which I've got to get the name of. Went to a really yummy place. I've got it here. Get it up. But I was so pissed. I don't even remember really what we ordered because it was while everyone went. Everyone did their separate thing and then we met up for drinks after. Fuck, that sounds fun. Anyway, I'm crapping on. But then got into the wedding stuff. Um, um, went to see the wedding venue. That was great. Very Bridgeton vibes as a little clue. Um... Then, Ella's coming in bareback on a horse. Yeah, no, I was showing. I was sending Steph the funniest photos of these horse and cart. And I'm like, imagine if I did all, like brought all the girls on this. I, I, I couldn't. I'd piss Lucinda. my pants. Lucinda. That's really cool. That's my middle name. Yeah, I know. Really yummy. Um, what about the bar on the water? Or you not? Can't remember. Okay. All good. Then we went to yeah. Then there's fuck. I did four days worth of fucking shit. But anyway, yeah. Then we went to into like near Launceston, drove around there, saw the venue. Um, went to all like Evandale, like walked around there, which is where like everyone will kind of be near where we're getting married. Mm-hmm. It's like very old school, vintage shopping, got myself some really fucking sick glassware for myself mm. and some stuff we're probably going to be putting on Cornelia as well. Cornelia? Cornelia. 
um, and got a vase. And then, oh, then we saw the recovery. But I'm just trying to work out the recovery area of the house. Yeah, we'll keep that all a secret. Keep this all, this stuff I don't need. You want to keep it a bit of a secret. Yeah. Um, and like, fuck, I can't really be, yeah. Yeah. And then why don't you talk us through, though, the winery you went to? Oh, we went to, that's nothing. Just wineries, like, whatever. Not not that nice? Not, not. Oh, it was good, but no stories. We didn't hear about it. No, know? I just want to know the name of it. Oh, I, can't, I don't know the name of that one. That's I'll okay. I'll get them out. I've got all the restaurants there. Yeah, we've that that was a great um Evendale pub, but that's just a bit of like part of my wedding, but like, yep, go there for sure. Um Nice. Oh, Launceston has heaps of places, but like I've got it all on my thing again, like my stories. Look, I think that's enough to get us started. There's yeah. like eight things there if you're going to Tassie. That's Hobart, but then I did a whole other section. But like it's more for my wedding. Yeah, story. we'll just leave that yeah. then. Um, but while I was away, Steph was getting, I think I've talked, I'm boring Steph. I can tell her eyes are getting watery. <laughs> no, I'm actually not. I'm yawning heaps, but I'm really enjoying this. I feel like if I were to go to Tasmania, I wouldn't research anything. And so now I've got everything. Yeah. There's a lot of like, it's very t- um, English. And amazing English food. Uh, amazing food. Amazing fresh air. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lots of rain. Not usually though. No, but this um, true. Anyway, I can't really remember any other stories. That's okay. We can go into my weekend and then fashion week. Yeah, let's do it. So while Ella was away Friday, we had the Five by Flynn party and in the morning I got a call from Dad's nursing home saying, hey, um, you've got a hearing as the financial affairs manager for Ron and because you're $30,000 in debt to us, you know, you might they might say you're not fit to be the financial affairs manager. And I was like, great point. Um, I've just been dealing with Centrelink for eight months, so let me call them again and see what's happening with the overcharging of his fees. Rang them, lost it at them again, and they said, you know what, we've got some good news. Your dad's owed a $32,000 refund. A fuckload of money. And I literally felt like a weight had been lifted off my shoulder and I was like, it's time to go out tonight and party when I'm in a fucking mm. great mood. So How'd that work for you? I got home at 6 a.m. So. Was it 6? You told me 4. Oh, it was like I left Don't it. Don't lie. Come on, tell the truth on the potty. I left at probably 5.20. Oh, yeah, definitely. You didn't get to bed till past 6 then. Yeah. Was Josh like, where the fuck have you been? No. Oh, he didn't care. I called him like 30 times trying to get him to come to Emily's. Oh, you would have been so annoying. So annoying. Like, so annoying. What was the shit talker you were talking about there? Are you on a backtrack to about that? It was just so many young kids just talking shit. I I feel like you don't have any goss from that. At all. But I feel like those hours you're just like laughing about the night, looking at photos. There was a tiny puppy running around that I was playing with. I didn't get back there till like 1.30. Mm. So Jen and I got ready, had some really hot outfits for the party. Grace and Ruby, Ella's sisters, came and met us after and I did all of their hair with the dice and everyone was looking fucking hot. We had a few martinis here and then we went to the venue in the cross, which was like old school King's Cross days kind of energy. Mm-hmm. And we start lining up, Jarch meets us there and I can hear this girl like 
yelling and screaming. I'm like, that sounds a lot like Emily Morgan who'd been working for us that day. And she was lit. Nothing bad, just like ready to get wild. And I'd later found out that she hadn't eaten all day because she was stressed with work. We just found out then. Yeah. She came in. Yeah, she came in. We wanted to get the story from her first because she was like worried what you were going to say. Yeah. Mum, unfortunately I wasn't listening though, so I don't really – I was listening. You were listening, so you can correct me. I can butt in. So we get in. It is – a huge vibe in there, like everyone's in a good mood partying, there are booths everywhere. Emily stumbles in and she's like slut dropping and doing her thing and then she walks outside to go and get someone and then I keep getting these missed calls from her but I'm like swanning around doing my thing and I'm like, fuck it, Grace, come with me, let's go and check on Emily and I walk out the front and the girl letting everyone in was a friend of Emily. She's like, she's over there, she's across the road, being kicked out she can't come back in I'm like please like I'll give her water she's like absolutely not so I went out there there was friends with Emily that were saying absolutely not well yeah because there are a whole group of undercover cops who I actually thought were the owners of the venue but no Mm. and then six cops like standing out the front so they judge who comes in the undercover cop I don't know what their role was because they had no sniffer dogs they kept walking in and out of the venue they weren't doing anything at all like it was really really strange no that was happening I have no idea. It's kind of random. It's just weird. It like it's like, like you could have had like a better use of your resources. Like if you really wanted to arrest people and like do all of that, like get your sniffer dogs in there. Then like and there surely, was like, no. Fuck them. Like we haven't had like good parties. For I know so long. it Why was the like fuck are you standing around like and doing like that? they kept walking in and everyone was just like what? But it, it didn't. So fucked though. Melbourne is nothing like that. Yeah, they would never have anyone. Standing no. There. Like what? What are we? What's the worst that could happen? They're just a bit pissed. Like, I whatever. know. And like yes, Emily was pissed, but she definitely wasn't causing a ruckus. No. I went out there, gave her some water. She's like fuck, I better go. Kind of vibe, and I was like, I'm gonna go and get Campbell. Pause there. Campbell sculls his drink, walks out the front. I think nothing of it. I think they've gone home together. That's my thoughts. Continue going um, with the girls, me, Jen, Grace, Ruby, partying. These Daft Punk look like DJs came, played the whole Daft Punk album. It was so fun. Yeah, that looks Louis so put fun. on a great event. It was yeah, a huge vibe. That. So good. Anyway, then me, Ruby and Grace, like, let's go, like, kind of, like, it was wrapping up. It was probably 1am and I said to Ruby, can I come back to yours, just have a debrief, mm. like, we don't have to drink. Started having a debrief and a lull at hers, just in her room, and I was about to leave to go home, but, like, there was a very small part of me being like, I don't really want to go home yet, like, I'm not <laughs> ready to go home. And then I get a missed call from Emily and I'm like, perfect. She's sobered up, she's at hers, she normal I'll the go phone? there. No. She called me and she's like, like, perfect, I want to come back. And yeah, out. she was like, can you come and get me? I don't know where I am. And I'm like, okay, come and meet me where I am. She's like, send a pin drop, send a pin drop, send a do pin you know drop. Did you do that? No. So I was yeah. like, I just, I was like, what the fuck's a pin drop? And so I just text her my address thinking she would never arrive. Like, and then, and also thinking, where the fuck have you been? Because it sounded. Where the fuck is Campbell? Well, we'll get into that. So it sounds like she's still on the straight. I'm like, I wonder what the fuck she's been doing for the last four hours. Anyway, then get to she finally weirdly makes it to where I am and calls me. And I'm like, see Ruby, see Grace, come downstairs. And she like stumbles out of the Uber holding like a wad of paper. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like document file. Document file. And she's like, 
I just got arrested. I've been arrested. I've been in a cell. I've been in a cell for the past two hours. I'm like, what the actual fuck? So what had happened was when I got Campbell, when he got out the front, she was obviously resisting. I don't know what the fuck she was doing. Nothing major again. I think this is very hectic from the police. No, no, I know what she did. Yep, you tell me. Um, I was trying to think there. I was like, no, nah, there's definitely a story here quickly. Yeah. She tried to – so they kicked her out and then she went and sat by herself for a while. Yeah. And then she um, – Waited there and then she thought it was a really good idea to line, re-line up again. Oh, yeah. You are so tired. I know. I can't stop you're yawning. Like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? I can't stop yawning. And um, I just had a coffee. Maybe it slumped you. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I'm not meaning to. No, I keep looking. You're just doing the funniest faces. I'm trying not to yawn. I, you know what? I might just yawn. I think just yawn. Yeah, I'm Because your faces are making me lol. Oh, Sorry. Sorry. Um, you said... So <laughs> So she lined up again and they were like, what the fuck are you doing? We That's right. I knew that. Yeah. And then they took her around the corner and then all the sh- Yeah. So on. then Campbell goes out the front and he sees like eight police officers that have like pushed her up against the wall and are arresting her. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing to my girlfriend? And they're like, don't interfere with an arrest. And then they arrest him. No, they literally him, karate, like, geez, karate chopped it? him to the ground. Jiu-jitsu him to the ground and then Campbell was like, oh, good one, mate. Where'd you learn that? Jiu-jitsu camp. Yeah, they were far. I was saying that all those – I'm just like – they just annoy me because I know those police fucking people like that are doing that kind of shit kicking work are like just fucking power hungry losers. Exactly. Like not being a fuck with – like I respect all the police. We understand you're trying to do your job but just put them in an Uber and send not them on their to do way. Their, those people are not, are not trying to do their job. I disagree so much. They're no, but not. I'm saying we respect police officers who but, are trying to do their job. But these ones are not. No. These are hard. I've, I've just heard so many issues with police officers that I are know. on these power trips that are huge fat losers and they get given – these fucking shit kicker jobs. Like no one wants to – What that's their job for the night is dealing with drunk people. Yeah, and, and the paperwork so they have to do as well. And they're so – they're literally the ones that haven't gone up in the ranks. No, exactly. Like, so they're not smart enough. Anyway, they arrest both Emily and Campbell, chuck them into a paddy wagon, put them in two different cells – and just Sorry, this leave. is such a waste of money. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So like, Emily's like bawling her eyes out, being like, "Campbell." Maybe you forgot to say as well before that. Campbell only saw um saw that because Emily said she started crying because they were being you foot said that this is yes. what angry. They were really being really rough with her. They had her up against the wall well, for yeah. no reason as well, and like roughing her around she said and like made her really like scared and she was really pissed and, and of really course your boyfriend's gonna get involved and she was like. Yeah, and they told him to move on and he said no because he wasn't going to go back to the party. And this is when they could have just been like – because he, he was being really lovely. And he wasn't pissed, just a flag. And he was saying, hey, all good, I can take her home. Like I'm not that pissed kind of thing. Like I think she just needs to go home. And they were like, nah, and then tackled him – put her up against the wall and then just like that kind and of direction. And she had a bruise on her face when yeah, I saw which her. Which I just find disgusting. Like it should be called out. Like it's fucking weird. Like just let her go home with her fucking boyfriend. Like 100%. She hasn't done anything. And, and then like, chuck her in a fucking You can cell. see she's just intoxicated. I just find it, it made me like it's upsetting hearing that. Oh, when I saw her out the, f- when I picked her up, 
sorry, when she came and met me and I saw the bruise on her face, I was like, has someone hit you, Emily? Like, But that's disgusting. What the get fuck to, is going on? Why did they get on? away with that? Oh, and then like making Campbell go to court and giving her $1,700 worth of that's fines. And it's she's twenty young yeah. kids that have no why what like I know like go and do something better with your night you stupid dumb fucks it makes exactly me so angry. like God, there's so many other fucked up things happening go catch a rapist <laughs> like what are you doing it's fucked I completely agree anyway um so she got let out before Campbell and obviously was like, fuck it, I'm not waiting for you and came and met me. That's so funny. I can't and, believe she went out. And then me, Campbell and Emily went back to Campbell's house and just like spent two hours debriefing the night yeah. and then everyone else came back like two hours later, so like 3 a.m. Was Emily kind of wigging out being like, oh, my God, I can't nah. remember my night? No, nah, she was laughing. No, nah, I feel like she was really pissed but can remember everything. Yeah. So, yeah, that was fucking my night. Yeah, that was a big night. And yeah. it was really fun. Had the best time. But, yeah, that was a fucking funny spanner in the works. And then fast forward to Fashion Week. Oh, yeah. So I've only been to one. but You I've went to away. one show. I went to Bianca Spender with Jen. And it was really nice and I enjoyed it. But, like. It was a high-pitched tone there. It was really nice. It was lying. But. No, I'm kidding. No, it's not that it was lame. It was just like, look, it's very much a like who's who in the zoo. And it's very obvious when you go there and you're walking. So firstly, I was waiting for 10 minutes by myself for Jen and I was just standing there like, I'm actually a lemon. Like I don't (laughs) know anyone here. And then as we were walking, I was wearing these heels and like the base is a bit fucked and it got stuck in like part of a grate and it just like fell off my foot and I like kind of nearly fell and it was just so awkward awkward, like picking up my shoe in the rain and not having a shoe on and I'm just like oh fuck and then we get in and we're like at the back row whatever that's fine and you see like everyone like on the catwalk taking photos filming instagram stories like oh my god like overwhelming when you're not really in the fashion yeah when you're not in the fashion scene and people are like dying magical silhouettes can't just cannot like yeah and then like you walk out jen and i walked out and you see like 30 photographers there like and they obviously don't photograph Jen or I. And it's kind of like, okay, yeah, confirming I'm a lemon. And then you line up waiting for a coffee and it's like, oh, I've seen that person on TikTok but, like, no one's talking and you're just kind of like, mm. what is the purpose of this? Like, obviously the purpose well, is it's, it's, it's content. Yeah, content. And it's like creatives to show their work. Obviously fucking the fashion. The actual fashion shows, shows are really cool. Pour, you know, like a heap of cash into those Yeah, shows. yeah, yeah. Bianca Spender was cool, like very cool stuff but – it's more just a vibe. It's a vibe, but I think if I was like, you know, like an Anna Heinrich or like something like that, I'd feel more like vibey there. But I'm not. Yeah, that's all right though. Then we went but to Arj, Age. Arj Age was, was way better because like not way better. Sorry, it was offsite. I felt more comfortable. Then we're we, good you know, friends. You're not like you don't have anything really to do with Bianca Spender. No, whereas like, even we like you know the brand, but we've never really no, properly worked with them or anything. It was so like, funny. You know I the wrote. Girls at age I wrote and, back to like one of the event invitations. I was like, "Is there any dressing? Like, yep, love to come. Thank you. Blah blah blah. There ain't any dressing ops for this." And then they just wrote back like, "See there." Like, ignored yeah. the question. And it's like, okay, perfect. Different. Like, I feel. Like 
like, yeah, when you have we a don't have a relationship, it's different, yeah. which we do with age and we love them and stuff and we've worked with them a bit. And so we wear like, all their clothes wear constantly. Wear all the clothes, you have like, you know it, you know the brand, you know the people working there. Yeah, like, you know, and the setup different. of that show was really good because it was off-site and it was like everyone was front row. Yeah. So you felt like cool I can take really cool pictures and with we no were one's head in, in all there the clothes. yeah and we, then we got like you know we get to have photos with you know yeah like when we got yeah I will say when we got there like Claudia Carlino who works there who's one of our good friends she's like one of the PR girls there she's like Steph Ella come here we're going to take photos of you yeah, it's all organized. then you're going to walk yeah. in the show we had an amazing it's goodie bag yeah and it's like and then you I don't down. know it was more palatable for private. me it was yeah. like a more like a nice like event, private event. Yeah, and we got our makeup Which I done. I like that Encourage is a bit like fucking people everywhere. It's just a lot. It's you a know, lot. Yeah. And I'm it's a like, lot of like out there shit. fashion. Yeah, people really trying to like get their foot in the door with like yeah and shit. It's yeah. Just it's just very <laughs> not my like. Which is fine. I don't care if people that is there. People fucking froth that shit and that's completely fine and they have some amazing outfits and looks and stuff but like. Yeah. Agreed. I love fashion, but I don't love it that much to talk about it. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know how to explain it because we love cl- – I love fucking clothes. I love watching the shows and stuff, but I'm not, like oh, – I love watching the shows. Living for fucking fashion week, you know? No, but age- – I think I'd live for maybe a Euro fashion week. Big time. Because we – yeah, that would be pretty cool. That would personally make me feel like a lot more of a loser, though. I know, but you wouldn't know anyone, so it'd be fine. You'd yeah, be like true. A rando. You know true. how you, we kind of know everybody, you know who's yeah, yeah. who and stuff. Yeah, like, and you like feel like people so recognize it's different, you know. But age was amazing. I was like, this is that was fun, fucking amazing. And then we went and had champagne breakfast at the Four Seasons, the champers, which no, was yeah. lovely. We up. Um, and then last night we went to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Season premiere and it was truly fucking amazing. I can't even tell you how much the first episode delivered and by the time you listen to this, it will be out. my NDA will be non-existent so I'm just going to say robbery front and centre. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh Don't God. fluff around, just start with that, Dorit's robbery. Yes. Now, for anyone watching the show, I have a few questions. One, why did PK get off his flight from London and fly straight to Carl's house, not even see his kids. The kids are with security. Because the, it's a reality TV show. Nah, it was weird. Everyone will agree. The it way is weird, but it's PK and Dorit's weird affection and PK crying. That was quite a bit yeah, for me to... Yeah, what was she calling him? Bubba. Bubba, Bubba, it's okay. Bubba, Bubba, Bubba. Bubba, Bubba. Okay. She was clearly Bubba. quite pissed or like on Xanax. I can't work I out. I think she was on heaps of Xannies and had yeah. a few shampoos. Which I get. I would be literally like lobotomized after something like I that. Know, but how about if you knew people were going to film that and that was going to be on like screening everywhere all over the world? I don't know. I might be numb. I'm not sure. She Fuck, probably not, Oh, it's already out so you can talk about it. Yeah. And then Erica is unhinged. Like they're like, she's like she's all the allegations. Yeah, she's hilarious. All the allegations have been dropped. And, about that comment and now disproven. she was talking about how pissed she's been and she's like, I wake up. She's like, you know, it's a problem when you wake <laughs> up and there's fucking, what was she, Domino, what was she, what rap? Oh, Mad Max? No. Oh, Mad Max. Taco Bell. Taco, Taco Bell. Bell rappers everywhere and you don't remember ordering it. I was like, fuck, that's funny. She's so good. But she's, like sad. But she's like, iconic. But like funny how she said it. And then Carl and Maurizio are just goals. Maurizio is so hot. That's I was tapped out in a heartbeat. I feel like people have never really commented on that. But every, Maurizio every, being hot. Everyone I think thinks he's hot. I he's hot. Eddie and he was like, oh, and I'm like, he's really hot. They're 
there's something about him. Yeah, he's, he's really a huge stoner. And really tan and like kind of cool. He still looks so good. Yeah, he looks great. He looks exactly the same. Portia's grown right up and she's come out of her depression <laughs> from last season, which I'm really proud of her. Her bar mitzvah um, photos were fucking funny. I know. Her bar mitzvah photos, <laughs> shout out, the braces front and center. Loved it. And then. What's that other fucking wacko chick that was on there that I oh, didn't know? Oh, Sutton, Sutton has absolutely. So Dorit gets robbed. She's like, oh my God, I've had a day as well. Like, you know, the shop's a nightmare and like I can't find my son and every. And Kyle's like, hello, like our best friend just got robbed. And she's like, yeah, but it's all relative. And everyone's like, what the actual fuck? Like, I thought she was acting because that was the most absurd. Yeah, yeah, I think she's trying to stay relevant, which is something I unpacked with the girls after. But it was honestly such an incredible night. Like, I'm still reeling from it. There's a funny video up and Steph's literally we're on, like, the fucking media wall and you can see Steph mouth something to me. And if you look really closely, she's actually saying, this is the best fucking night of my life. Literally. I was like, I'll be (laughs) re-watching the app tonight because there are a few things I need to revisit. But Yeah, Steph was a cheerer in it as well. Yeah. I'll say that. She was, like, fucking cheering and screaming. Screaming. And I was like, oh, my God. Commentating. It was... The best first ep I've seen in a very, very long time. So I can't wait for what the season holds. And, you know, I may even start doing like a quick recap at the end of the potty if Ella lets me because it was just... Yeah, I need to catch up. Hey, you was amazing. Um, And it was an honour and a privilege to be at their event last night. And they had caviar on little pancakes. Like they left no stone unturned. They delivered in every aspect. I just... Do you know where Steph's... Loyalty lies, Fashion Week or Hey You launch for no, Real Housewives. No, I'm saying it's fucking funny. This is your passion. This is my. You passion. don't have passion for fashion. You have passion for Real Housewives. I have a passion Hills. for Real Housewives, and you know I see a lot of TikToks because I follow Real Housewives TikToks about, you know, and my mum says it to me like, "You're brain dead." What? See, like I'm not yawning anymore. I'm like really invested in this conversation. Yeah, so my chat was shit. No, That's no, I was saying. yawning while I was talking about. A lot of things. There's something about this that's like. Yeah, you're really oh, like hyped up now. Hyped you're like up looking at me like dying, like asleep. Like no, no, I wasn't dying. There's something. That's I'm, all right. I have, you can say it. You don't have to. I lie. have hit a slump, but anyway. <laughs> Basically, there's a lot of commentary around the fact that people who watch Housewives are like stupid and brain dead, and that's what my mum says. But and I'm not. I'm really smart. No, it's not about being smart. It's about being able to switch off. And also, there's so much to consider with these women. There's so many different conversations that you can have about them and the drama that they provide is like a drug. Like it is just insane what goes down. And Beverly Hills is obviously the creme de la creme of yeah, I do like that housewives. One. And, you know, I do want to say one final thing where Dorit was crying to camera in her piece to camera that, you know, money doesn't matter they can take all of her possessions, whatever, and then fast forward to the season ahead where she's literally trying on like a $5 million diamond <laughs> necklace and she's like, how much is this? I'm like, yeah, have we just yeah, that forgotten? That confuses me. Dorit's a confusing one. Anywho. Dorit as well. That's a funky name. Dorit, yeah, she speaks with a British Mine's accent but Doritos. she's American. Because PK's American. I mean English. I was like, that's not a fucking American accent. You, you are very smart. Yeah, I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm really stupid. Anyway, we're going to wrap this app up. I am obviously going to recommend Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and we already know Ella's Collard Advice. Yeah, put all the, the show notes. And um, we'll see you next week. Yeah, next week. Bye. Bye.